0: Welcome to the Freedom Mindset Academy podcast, where we will help you break cycles of burnout, build a sustainable entrepreneurial lifestyle, and have more by doing less. I'm Christine, a life balance coach. And I'm Maggie, an empowerment educator. And together, we believe that building a business should be fun. As the creators of Freedom Mindset Academy and the Energy Method, we're on a mission to help you live in the house you're building. Survival mode just ain't the vibe anymore, and we're showing you how to sustainably scale
1: your business while actually enjoying your life in the process. We're dealing out all the tools to take back your time and energy so that you can cultivate a thriving business and life and do more of the things you love along the way.
0: So pop into our weekly conversations and let us show you how we turn Mondays into Fridays. Hi! Hello, hello, everyone! Happy day. Hope everyone is doing wonderful today and celebrating not only everyone, but also themselves. You need to go back and look at Maggie's six pillars of self love. This would be a good day to do that. <laughs> We're
1: trying to think of like, what can we talk about? We already
0: talked about self love. I know, I know. But we have a fun topic today. Tell us our topic today. So
1: we're going to be discussing how um, to navigate personal growth and business growth and expansion inside of a relationship Um, because it can be hard to learn how to balance your own, like pursuing your own thriving while also pursuing a relationship. Um, We don't often have this model to us very well. And it can be, we can sort of crave this and then not give it to our partners. There's a lot of things that can happen inside of our relationship container um, that is not really modelable to us or or taught to us. So that's what we're
0: going to talk It's not, it's not at all. In fact, I, a lot of my coaches, when I would see some of their like strategies and tactics, I'm like, oh, well that works for you because you're not in a committed relationship with someone else right now Mm -hmm. like that's you know and they don't factor that into the scenario sometimes and so that's been a struggle for me specifically so i was very excited to talk about this um being that i just recently married Mm -hmm. and have been in a relationship for you know the last five years and five six years i don't even know at this point and it's been amazing but I've gone through some of my deepest work in the last like three to four years. And mm-hmm. it's, been, it's been insane. And honestly, I kind of almost, and I say this sometimes in my teaching that I credit my husband for being the catalyst to a lot of that growth. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of this like irony of it all of like, man, I wish I would have done this before I met you. But then it's kind of like, he stimulated a lot of this, Need to grow in this way. So I would not have had that opportunity had he not come into my life. So
1: I mean, really any relationship, especially yeah. those relationships that we spend the most time in, so familial mm-hmm. relationships and relationships with like partners that we choose for life, if mm-hmm. if you go that route, are really highest invitations we have into exploring ourselves and to yeah. growing ourselves because they trigger us and they pull up you know our insecurities and the things that we you know want and don't right. want and who we are and they they call into question pieces of our identity I mean they're just the most can be the most amazing containers I think for you know, I've had so many relationships, too, that have been really some of them traumatizing, some of them really hard, but also really powerful containers for growth if you are awake enough to pay attention
0: to the lesson right. You the awareness again, it it goes back to awareness. Yeah. Like, like it always does, right? These are the the number. The two most important things in life that you need is awareness and then intention. Like what are you gonna do once you're aware? <laughs> You've gotta make that move. So, yeah, that's nice. really it. So,
1: to just jump off here, I think we'll start with personal growth and then go to business because honestly, the business, like sustaining business growth inside of a relationship, is not that hard once you have the personal growth sort of piece. I, I agree. And we've already talked about a lot of the business stuff in terms of like navigating business. Cause you, know, you need boundaries. You need to be, you know, be clearly present. So these things are a little bit more, you know, topics that we've already talked about. So we'll start with personal growth. Um, I think that what can happen a lot of times, right. Is that you get into a relationship and your identity becomes sort of wrapped up with your partner. And so I know when I, got into this, the current relationship that I'm in, I was just so happy to be back with this person. We dated like when we were in high school and a little bit in college. And yeah. um, I was just like, we weren't living in the same place. And so I would notice when we did spend time together that I would just like drop everything. And my mom actually called me out on this. She was like, it's happening. You know, used to do this in high school with him too. Just drop everything as soon as he came around. Mm. And I would like try to rationalize. It's like, well, we don't see each other very much, and right. But it's like, no, that's a piece of me that's not healthy, right? So, and this is this. Everybody has a tendency to do this in relationships. Some people more than others to like completely drop who they were before they got into the relationship, right? And so this is just something a little red flag for you to be aware of, um, because it's really important to be an individual. You are coming together in a unit, not as 50-50, right? You are coming together as a full person, right? another full person.
0: Yes. I can't stand when people say my other yeah. half. I'm like, nope, yeah. not a half of a person. I'm no. a whole person and I was before and I'm going to be after exactly. or, you know, or during. I mean, that's the idea. There's going to be no after without him, but the idea is that I am during. Um, I don't become a half a person when I'm with him. 100%.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is something that we may have to check ourselves on. Mm-hmm. It can be easy to fall out of these patterns. Um, and so some ways to do this is to really prioritize your individual self. Mm-hmm. Um, is to learn something new, have a hobby that they're not included in. Um, have you, keep your own friends, maintain your own friendships. I can't tell you how many girlfriends like I have that get in a relationship and we just like lose them. Yes. And then once they get out of the relationship, then they come back. And it's like, it doesn't feel good to be on the receiving end as a friend of that. Right. And it's just also not healthy. It doesn't, you can't cultivate your own individuality and sense of self when you don't have any friends. It's like hard to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and here's the other big piece of this, which is like, oh, the tricky part for me, mm-hmm. I will say not only do you need to value your own individuality and your own like spaces that are just for you, but you have to let your partner do that too. Mm. And I know I feel, sometimes I feel really left out. Um, so well. Exactly. Yeah. He has like really strong and powerful relationships with his guy friends and some girlfriends. And it's like, sometimes I'm just like, Oh, there's all this like closeness and intimacy that they have, and I feel a little left out of it. But I'm also like, God, I'm grateful that he has that and that he's not, you know, not everything has to involve me, but it does, it triggers me a little bit. Yeah. And here's the thing it's like, that's okay, right? I can, I can notice that and acknowledge that that's happening and still encourage him to have his own personal life because I, I also need yours. Mine, right. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I think um just hearing you say that about like, strong person, strong guy friendships and girlfriends Um, I think that that is powerful as well. I think, um, it's something that I never had to deal with in my direct relationships because I never allowed for it. Like for me, it was just like a no-go because when you are in dancing, um, like, a, sorry, the piece of it is the jealousy part. You know how you have all of this jealousy, um, of, that women and men have with each other when they have opposite sex relate, um, friendships. Yeah. And I went coming into my relationship with my husband. I had a very, very close guy friend of mine, but we were all dancers. So it didn't even matter. And he was dancing with a lot of girlfriends of his that were just dance partners that he saw on a regular basis that he was lifting and doing all these things with. And a lot of my friends who were not dancers would be like, Oh my gosh, like you trust him at a rehearsal without." you with all these girls and in these skimpy outfits. I'm like, I mean, yeah, like I would do the same thing if I was on a team or I was doing something in my career right now in that area. And then like we go social dancing and we dance together and then we split up and go dance with someone else. You know, like it's just how it goes. And so that is something that I think our sport has helped us to just navigate through and just be like, listen, this is not a thing. I trust you. I'm, I'm here with you and I'm going home with you, but I wanna go dance with this person right now and I need you to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. And like, that's just kind of this unspoken thing that like in dancing, which is so great. So if you have a sport where you kind of like to do something like that, I think that's very cool. Um, But then I also think like, for me, the personal growth part was the hardest. It wasn't about like us cultivating our own identities. I think we both came into the relationship with our own identities, which I, I agree with you, Maggie, is one of the most powerful things that you can do. It's Mm -hmm. not about the baggage, right? Everyone goes, oh, go into your relationship without baggage. And it's like, no, like baggage is something that is a societal stereotype of what your past is. And you're not going to like, you don't want to leave your past behind. You want to deal with it and you want to confront it and you want to move on from it. Mm -hmm. But the concept of having your own identity Mm-hmm. and knowing who you are when you go into something so that you don't get molded by this relationship into something else yeah and then it's too late and you have no you've lost yourself that i think is crucial and that's where that self love comes in i think when people are saying you know i'm single well you should love yourself before someone else loves you because if you don't love yourself no one else will and blah 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 like these are all like don't just bypass when people say that like this is really important stuff Personal growth. And I think a lot of that is I had never been given the chance to kind of figure out who I was Mm -hmm. before I was in my relationship because I was a daddy's girl and I was so wrapped up in being Louie's daughter. And my dad, you know, is someone, you know, very high up in our dance industry. So I was wrapped up in that persona and everybody knew me as that person. So I became that persona. And then when I met my husband and all of a sudden like things were moving around, I was like, oh yeah, like, I guess I don't just want to do this. I want to do something else, but like, what do I want to do and what, and who am I and who is Christine? What does she actually want? And what does she actually like, how does she grow? How does she move around in the world? I wasn't really like pursuing that identity of me. And that was very, very difficult once I realized it wasn't it wasn't difficult before it because I was blinded to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was living in a bubble. I was like, this is great. And then once he brought that to my attention, I was like, oh my gosh, this is not good. Like I need to, I need some answers here for myself and I need to find out who I am as an individual. And that was something that just my circumstance, and I think a lot of different circumstances could bring on this problem, my circumstance, my familial relationships, and just kind of like, you know, how it kind of came to be. But once I discovered that I had to go through a lot of this growth and kind of like find myself, that's when the real work began. And I'm happy to say I'm on the very end of that work at the moment, because I have created again, all these boundaries and all these things that I didn't think I could do because I had a role as so-and-so's daughter, you know, and as this person in the family and what I did. And I realized I created that role all on my own and then everybody, and then everybody around me supported that role because I was teaching them how to treat me. Mm -hmm. And then I had to switch it up and be like, guess what? I'm not going to be this anymore. I'm going to be this. And that it takes, it takes conversations. It takes boundary setting. It takes a lot of crying in my experience. (laughs) Like the work is not easy people, but it took, but I feel so much better. And I feel like I've finally been given myself the permission to be me without feeling like I have to, I have the responsibility and the, um, you know, the, like the, the, what am I trying to say? Not the responsibility, but the, like the need, like they, they felt like they, they, um, needed me and I was trying to resist that, you know? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's, this is the other huge piece of it is that, I mean, I don't think necessarily you need to figure out who you are before you're in a relationship. Like you need to hit all these things before you get into relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, relationships happen. And like right. when you have all these ideas about when they shouldn't happen, you are blocking yourself from experiences and for sure that would be really powerfully moving for you and, and great teachers for you. But here's the thing that happens, right? If you don't know who you are before you get into a relationship and then you begin doing all the self-work and self-growth and self-exploration, you may find out that you were someone different who is no longer compatible with the person you're in a relationship with. Mm. And that's what happened with me. I was married and like, I began doing a lot of this deep work and it just no longer was fitting. And it wasn't, you know, nothing crazy happened. Like it wasn't anyone's fault. It just was no longer, we were no longer compatible. And that's something that you have to be prepared for. You know, we sort of give this like live title, like how to navigate a relationship and personal growth. It's like the reality is sometimes you have to navigate your way out of it. Mm. sometimes you have to be open to the fact that you're no longer going to fit with this person. And here's the other piece of that is that oftentimes when we begin to explore ourselves in relationship and begin to really do some of the deep work and dive into who we are and our identities and who we want to be and who we're becoming and what we desire and where we want to go, it feels... Like there's a disconnect if the person that we're with is not also doing that. Mm. And so then there comes in our need to want to force them into a personal growth journey that they may or may not be ready for.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Our need to want to change them. Our need to want to, you know, we're learning all these new things. We want to teach them these things so that they can change and be better too. So we stop right. being able to accept them for who they are. Then compassion goes out the window. We begin to hold resentment. Right. So, and it's not our responsibility to change anyone. And no. if you find yourself in a situation in which you've outgrown the person that you're with, you've got to be okay with walking away. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, something that's really hard for people to accept. You know, we, it's our role to accept people for who they are. Mm -hmm. Our role to do the work that we need to do and put the boundaries in place that we need to put in place, so that we can accept people for who they are without needing to change them. That's our responsibility. And if you can know, you know, if you're in a relationship with somebody who you can't change, and who you're no longer compatible with, you have to be willing to get out of there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you're totally right. I think um, that was something that scared me when I started going through my personal growth journey. Um, I was a, it was an irony because now I'm on the other side of it. So feeling, I mean, and I will say the other side of it, like your journey never ends. Like you're always growing through it. But I will say like the first time that you go through something where you're really like digging deep into like childhood traumas and rewriting beliefs and all these things, um, that's something I had never done before because I never needed to do it in what I was doing. It just never came up. And so once I finally started doing it, Um, I was afraid of that. I I definitely was around a group of girls where one of them was doing all this work and her boyfriend wasn't, and she was, and they broke up and I was like, oh my gosh, what if that happens to me and my boyfriend, you know, at the time. And I was, I was terrified and I realized the irony of it all was that the work I was doing to get to a certain point of realization and sharing a lot of these things with him, he had done a lot of that work before I met him. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of coming up to meet him and he was so patient. Like, that's my b- best advice is to find someone that you can share all of your crying days with and your thoughts and your crazy realities in your head and all of these things. And they don't run away. They just hug you and they're there for you and they support you and they're patient with you. Um, because, you know, maybe you need to go through it together. Maybe you need to go through it on your own. and He needs to go through it on his own. Maybe he's already gone through it like me and I was going through it or vice versa. But like nobody's journey is, you know, nothing is one size fits all. It's going to be your journey. Yeah. And and you have to be willing to say like, especially when there's triggers and there's red flags of like this need, this work needs to be done. My, I think my advice to you is do it like don't hold off cuz that was a part of me that I think was scared too. It was like I don't want to do this. This is not. Like I was ready to you know Maggie, I was ready to run away. I was going to <laughs> Europe. <laughs> I was doing it. I was like this is not happening. I'm not doing this. Um I'm going to be happy. I'm going to live my life with this amazing person and I'm just going to be like I've always been. The Christina I've always been. And the world had other plans and the universe was like no no no. You can't run from this anymore. And so yeah, it was t- terrifying um, to really dig deep and go into that work and thinking that maybe like I may lose him because he may be not want to be with me after seeing all of this you know I don't know who I am kind of thing that was terrifying
1: mm-hmm. yeah I mean these fears are real mm-hmm. and don't let anybody tell you otherwise like they're very real if this wasn't scary work if it didn't require an immense
0: amount of vulnerability like, everyone would do it, you know? Right. Like, and it that wouldn't that? be life-changing, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> probably.
1: Yeah, I think that's, you know, that's why having, in partnership, communication is the number one, I, yeah. you, I heard you just say patience. Oh, For yeah. me, I think communication is the number no, one I agree. tool to outfit yourself in relationship. Yeah. Um, and leaning into really hard conversations and having somebody who you can have a hard conversation with who isn't going to shame blame or run
0: Uh
1: when these hard things get brought up um who is looking my (laughs) my partner always says what does he say we're trying to get to yes we're trying to get to yes like trying to get to like we're trying to get to a place where we are on the same page always. And that should be the goal. And I think having these hard conversations as we grow and evolve is gonna be really important too because guess what else changes? What we want, what we need, mm-hmm. how we expect to be communicated with, how we expect to be treated, what our boundaries are, mm-hmm. where we're going. All of these things change. And when we are in conscious. You know, supportive partnership, these are things that we have to talk about, mm-hmm. right? We have to talk about where we want to go and what we want and what our needs are. Otherwise, if, I mean, if we don't have these conversations about what our needs are, they're going to come out in complaining, mm. in criticizing, in resentment and lashing out right. they're going to come out some one way or that's another. right and it's not going to be pretty no and so we might as well take an active role in this and sort of take charge of it so um i think to summarize like the personal growth inside of inside of a relationship open communication is key and i was actually i just saw like a, a chris rock an old chris rock clip saying um relationships aren't hard they're only hard if only one person is working on them and I think that, that you know yes relationships require a lot of work even when both partners are working on them but to a certain extent it's true if your relationship feels like a huge struggle then take a look at who's doing the work take a look at whether you guys are still compatible people change and they're not always going to change together and I think that this is like the myth of like once you find the one, everything is fine. It's like, well, maybe there's not really the one. Maybe it worked really well at first, and then you didn't grow and change together, and it's mm-hmm. time to move on. And that doesn't mean that you failed or the relationship
0: itself was a failure. It means that it's no longer working. Right. It was a chapter. And exactly. also, also, I think that's focusing on the outcome. You know, we talk about that a lot. You know, focusing on the outcome of like, oh, I found my person. This is what you know, I'm, we're going to be married, have kids, white picket fence, the whole thing. Like, this is what society deems as a successful relationship. And it's yeah. like, well, again, like make your own decisions on what, you know, you define. Um, but at the same time, also uh, making sure that you're, you're in a place that is making, that is making sense for both of you,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know? Yeah,
1: you can be, and I will say this a million times, You cannot be thriving if you were the only person Mm -hmm. in your house who is concerned with your well being. Right. Everybody in your house needs to be concerned with your well being. You need to be concerned with everybody else's well being in your house. It has to be, you know, your partner's well being has to be very important to you. Yeah. Even if you're taking care of yourself first. And I think that's something that people like. People often sacrifice, like lay themselves on the altar of a relationship. It's like you've got to value your well-being just as much as you value theirs. And sometimes maybe more because you've got to take care of yourself first. And when you take care of yourself, every single relationship that you have benefits because you have clarity on who you are and what you need and the boundaries that need to go into place in order to sustain those relationships successfully. So I think you know, it's gotta be, both parties have gotta be on the same page. One, you cannot be carrying, you can't be carrying it by yourself.
0: Right. But, and like you said, like when you are doing well, everything around you, we've talked about that in business, like Mm -hmm. you are your business as well. So if you're, you know, in burnout mode and you're surviving, you know, and sacrificing yourself, your business is not going to thrive. And it's the same thing with your relationship. You know, you can say, well, I'm just, cause I did that for a while. I was like, oh, I'm just going to be good for my relationship because I need to be a good girlfriend, a good Beyonce, a good wife, whatever. And that was, I was pushing things under the rug and I was not trying to, you know, I, I was resisting a lot of the work that I knew I needed to do, um, at, especially at the beginning because I was scared. I was like, oh, I don't want to lose him, you know? And so that got to a point where it was like, but that's actually counterproductive because by not doing the work, that's actually what will lose him and not, you know what I mean? Like it was so backwards, but you don't think of that in the moment you're thinking like, I wouldn't want to be with someone who's like a crying mess. Who's trying to figure out their life. But then by not doing that, it's just never going to get solved. And you're going to always have this like thing that's looming over the relationship. So Mm -hmm. my advice is do the work as soon as you can and don't rush through it, but like, give it the time that it needs. And just know that, you know, I would always say to him, like, I'm working on it and I'm getting, it's going to get better. Mm -hmm. And it is like, we're seeing that, like, it's, it's huge. It's so different. Like we see the progress in a crazy way. And it is like, it's made us closer. We've had to talk about things. We've had to, you know, all these things. Um, and yeah, we had someone ask us yesterday, um, we were at the super bowl party and we had someone ask us, um, they're in like a new relationship. How do you know? Like, how do you know it's the right person? And I was like, you know, like you, I mean, it's true what they say. You just know, like, there's just something about it. But I think to make it more tangible, it's that it didn't, it was we knew the work was there to be done. And I always felt like I had to be intentional in our relationship. Like when we went on our first trip together, when we met each other's families, like I was always intentional about like, oh, this will work here and this will work there without trying to control too much. But then there was an ease to it all. Like there was just an ease overall that was just like at the beginning, we thought we weren't even going to be together. And then because of, you know, wanting different things out of the relationship and the universe is bringing us together.
1: Mm-hmm. and we would
0: see each other at events again, and be like, I mean, it was hard for, for us to avoid each other once we met, and so it was like, hmm, there was this ease that when we were together, the way we would con- have conversations, the way we would discuss, you know, the way we would dance, the way we would do things together, it was like, this just seems so easy, and so then as we started moving through, yes, there were definitely things that popped up that, like, you know, oh, well, I wasn't ready for this, I wasn't ready for this, but it, it was never to a point where it was like, I can't do this anymore. You know what I'm saying? And that I think was like, okay, once you get to a certain threshold, you're like, we're in this and whatever comes our way, we're going to make it happen. We're going to make it work. And we're in this as a team. It's you and me.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of that boils down. I mean, I think you do just know, I mean, for yeah. me, I will say, because I know that I can talk to, I know that everything is on the table. Yes. That's open communication that there. If shit goes south, if something goes wrong, something's not working, it is on the table to talk Mm -hmm. about. Mm -hmm. And I trust that fully with my whole heart. I trust him with my whole heart. I think that I feel really, really safe, which is something I really value. And I think, right, what you value in a relationship is going to determine how you know. And so those are going to be the signifiers for you. And I think inside of a relationship that you are super committed to, it's important to recognize, again, the things that you can change and the things that you can't. You're not going to be able to change things that are fundamental about a person.
0: Right. You, and you shouldn't want to, otherwise you don't really like that person. <laughs> like I think that's the biggest thing.
1: Or you may like, you know, because we're not all one thing, right? You right. may love these aspects of this person and this part of your life together is working. Like this other part that's also really important to you is not working. Yeah. It's not all like it's not that. That was the thing about my relationship with my ex husband was like so much of it was working, but there were just parts of it that I needed that weren't. Yeah. And they weren't gonna, they were fundamental. They weren't gonna change. And I didn't realize how important they were to begin with. Mm. And I, and that's it. And there's nothing, you know, we do try to change people, though, because we're, we want, we want it to work. Oh, for sure. And, but when we really step back and take a look at it, like you said, it's like, I'm trying to change who you are as a person, which mm-hmm. means that if I need to do that for this to work, then it's not working.
0: Then you're not my person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
1: And to say to another thing that, you know, you made me think of, it's like this fear around, oh my God, they're going to leave me. Well, anybody who's going to leave you is not meant for you. Well, you that's it. Cling
0: tightly to things that are meant for you. You really don't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I and I wish in that moment that I would because logically, like I hadn't gotten to that point of my growth yet where I was like, yeah, that's obvious. But now thinking about it, it's like, yeah, it's if someone and and seeing our journey together and how he supported me through that, it's like, oh yeah, he was never going anywhere. Like this was that was never even a question in his mind. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I think that's a lot of things I built up a lot of these you know, fake scenarios of what could happen just because just out of fear and doubting myself of what I brought to the table, because I thought, well, before I did all this growth, I was in 11. I was like, ready to go. I was like, had all this stuff. And now I'm like, losing my shit every week, you know, like, what is this about? But it's like, (laughs) no, that part of it is part of the growth. And that's necessary for me to get to the next chapter of my life. And, he was helping me through that and supporting me the best way that he knew how. And now we celebrate like all these amazing things, like finishing the curriculum for our amazing academy. Like he's like, let's pop the champagne. Like, this is huge. You know, he understands the the level of what I've been trying to accomplish over the last, you know, not just nine months, but over the last three, four years. And sees the progress and I don't want to say it as it's one-sided because it's sounding a little bit one-sided like he's been our best man at our wedding was is his best friend and grew up with him in high school and he said something amazing in his toast, saying that like I've never seen like you're you've become like the best version of yourself by being with Christine she's brought that out in you and I was like oh my god that's so sweet of him to say but then just understanding who he was. And like, when we started talking both with his friend and with him about like where his mind was and how he always wanted to accomplish all these great things, but never understood how to get it done. Mm -hmm. And like, I was able to kind of be that fire, you know, for him to be like, go do like make mistakes, optimize, do it again. You know what I mean? And so there was this level of fear that he doesn't really, you know, he's kind of like, like your partner, you know, like they're, they don't really showcase that they're like, oh, they're always cool, calm, collected kind of thing. And then there's this like under layer of, yeah, they're kind of like figuring it out as they go as well, because we all are. Mm-hmm. And so I think that was a realization for me too. Once that happened, it was like, oh yeah, he's going through it too. He's just going through it in a different way. And we just handle things differently. Yeah. And that bonded us a lot to be able to talk about it that way again, like you said, communication is number one to get through this. And I think if you are going through this journey in a relationship and you feel like you're the only one growing and going through this journey by yourself, then you're going to feel very alone and you're going to feel very isolated from your partner. And that's not going to bring you guys together. I actually think that this growth period that someone individually is going through can be very bonding for a couple, mm-hmm. if you open up and allow yourself to be vulnerable and allow that person and that person is, is allowing you to be yourself and be like, I'm here to support you. Yeah. And if you feel like any of those things are a no-go, then that's, that for me is a reconsideration of like, is this my person? Yeah, totally. You
1: know? For sure. And I think in terms of how to sort of navigate business with, relationship too. I mean, it's very similar, right? We need to celebrate each other. Uh If you want your partner to celebrate your victories in your business, um, then you need to celebrate their victories in whatever it is that they're doing. It's not a competition. You are a unit. You are two full people in a unit, right? And so we're meant to uplift each other. We're not really meant to compete in that way. Um, We... Get to, you know, if there are stories coming up, like if you are a woman and you are maybe making more money than your partner, um, and it's challenging some of these societal roles, these things need to be talked about, right? right? It's like, we got to have these hard conversations um, because if they're not talked about, they're just there running the show in the background. Mm -hmm. And so really getting down in the dirt with some of these like potential, um, like tensions that can be brought up when somebody in the relationship is having, you know, a lot of success in their business or in their work. Um, it's definitely something that needs to be talked about. And of course, creating clear boundaries
0: um, between work and between partner time. Mm-hmm. Be intentional about your relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. We've mm-hmm. noticed that as well, even especially with all of our businesses mm-hmm. making sure that we're really setting aside time for us um, but I love what you said about the competition thing because I've said this to a few of my friends that like it's it's definitely not a competition and if you like if you if say I win and he loses we both lose it's like that's the way I see it is yeah. that there's never a oh I won I beat you it's like no 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 if you're a unit like it's like, oh, there's a hole in my boat, but there's not a hole in your boat. It's like, there's a hole in our boat. (laughs) Like, like you don't want any holes in the boat. So the concept is like, you don't want to be competing against that other person to feel like you're winning because the winning actually ends up being a loss for the couple. And yeah, that's, that's something you just can't, can't have.
1: Absolutely. And that's another, you know, we need to feel supported. Yeah. That's, it's so funny. You know, I talk to people all the time. We're like, I need this. I need that. Well, are you giving it Oh, That's something that you're giving, right? Yeah. I need to feel supported. Well, what do you do when your partner has a success? Mm-hmm. What do you do when your partner is wanting to try something new and scary? Yeah. Do you support them? And so it's not saying, you know, you it's not like an exchange like that but it is really like you get to model these things that you want you right get to model these things that you need you get to model having hard conversations you get to model being vulnerable and doing deep work and that doesn't mean that your partner is going to meet you there but you certainly are not <laughs> yeah idle to ask for something that you cannot give yourself
0: oh mm. Preach, yeah, totally. Like
1: and you know, that's, I mean, that is me to a T. It is yeah. like, this is a huge thing that I have to work through. And I'm very conscious of, and it's hard. It sucks to know that about myself. Yeah, so it, it's, it's true. Like I get to look at my competitive nature and i get to look at do i lift up my friends or do i feel like right. it's, you know it's taking away something from me and then i get to look at my scarcity mindset inside of that right it's like it's not a stop it's not a hard stop when you notice something like that it's an invitation to be curious and to grow through it but we have to really look at you know the things that we need the things that we want the things that we're calling in are we giving that out to because mm-hmm. that is a is that you're in a relationship it is an exchange it is like a a give and get and a push and a pull it is all of that and so we've got to be aware Mm -hmm. of what we're bringing to the table as well
0: yep I totally agree Yep, and surround yourself with other positive couples as well that everyone's kind of going through it but like I we had a great time we came to visit you in DC and be with you know you and Mike and we have an amazing set of friends that are couples that we just look to, you know, cause we haven't had the best examples in our family, but you know, it's, it's great to like cultivate this new generation of relationships and, and, and also be going through our own personal growth through mm-hmm. that. So I think definitely like, you know, find your, find your tribe, you know, and find your people and however you guys can share that, you know, cause we're all going through it and we all need to be helping each other on the days that just are just you know not not having it mm-hmm. so
1: really yeah
0: awesome well we're we're gonna call that today we're gonna take an early Valentine's Day <laughs> and um I hope you guys have a wonderful wonderful day a wonderful week yeah we will see you next week and please. yes thanks for listening And if you would like to join Freedom Mindset Academy, click the link in the show notes and apply for a free clarity call. Because let's face it, if you already feel like there aren't enough hours in the day, then you don't want to waste another minute not working towards life balance by creating sustainable systems and taking back control of your time. We'll see you inside the Academy.